Welcome to PS Italy Retreats. I'm your host, Gina Marcello, here with my co-host, Valerie Raffetto. On today's podcast, we are going to talk about classic culinary cooking. This is going to be fantastic. It is going to be fantastic. This week's All Hands On, it's about learning to cook Emilia Romagna style. And we've got a lot of fun, interesting things to do. So many delicious dishes, as well as different locations that we're going to visit throughout Emilia Romagna. That's right. And one good thing that I like about this is that it's not just with um, chefs that have learned in school, but it's also with the local, you know, restaurant owner that kind of just grew up learning how to cook from her mother or a granny down the street. I love this because you get a little bit of everything. You learn the authentic style to cook different dishes. This tour will occur July 30th through August 7th in on 2021. And we are looking forward to having all of you join us. Yes, we are. So I thought this would be a really fun tour around when we were talking about it because people, when they take, typically if you've ever taken a vacation in Italy, someone will say, oh, I learned how to make pizza or, oh, I saw how they made a particular dish and I thought, oh, let's put them all together (laughs) and have really fun time and learn from local business owners how to do it the Emilia Romagna way. Some of the highlights of the week, and we'll talk a little more specifically about each one. This week, you're going to learn to make pizza. And I know it's kind of like pizza, but a lot of people have made pizza, but this is really cool because we're going to a farm where the guy actually grows his own wheat makes his own flour, and then we're going to make the pizza with that. Yes, and all fresh ingredients. We're also going to learn to make a crostata, which is... Which is a jam tart, and it's very typical of our area, and it is fantastic. We're also going to head over to Parma, the city of Parma. Well, we will learn to make a risotto and a local dessert. That's right, and the city of Parma is fantastic. There's 160,000 habitats. Uh, residents. I, I was going to say it in Italian. <laughs> and um, so it's a very small city, but it's got little gems along the way that are so interesting. And we're going to tour Parma. Yeah. We're also going to learn to make torta frita and my all-time favorite, gelato. Gelato is the best, and it's completely different than how you make uh, ice cream here in America. But let me just go back one second. Torta frita, some people might say, what the heck is torta frita? Torta frita is a fried dough. And then it's shaken in a paper bag with a little bit of salt. And then you eat that with their cured meats and their fabulous cheeses. It's really fantastic. So it's like, um, can be a meal actually. Oh, it is a meal. Yeah. Oh, a meal. Yep. And then we're going to go to Campiano that day, which is a beautiful castle built in 800 AD. That's right. Where residents still live inside the walls of the castle. Yes. We're going to learn to make tortelli of the region. Do you want to talk a little bit about yeah, the Yeah, that's a ravioli that we make in our region. It's stuffed with ricotta and Swiss chard. And um, the typical name in our region is tortelli. Yeah. It'll have Parmesan Grishanio cheese on it. Oh, and it, they serve it with melted butter, Parmesan cheese, and sage. It's just 
wonderful. And we'll learn to make that. We're also going to that day visit the medieval city of Vigoleno. Which is uh, where the film Lady Hawk was filmed um, with Michelle Pfeiffer. And Rugger Howard. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yep. That was one of the backdrops. That'll be fun. Yeah. And then uh, our last cooking experience and tour day is visiting Portofino. And Santa Margherita. Yes. And learning how to make sea bass. These are two Italian seaside villages that have a long history. It's on the Italian Riviera. And we will also learn to make tiramisu. That's right. And sea bass in Italian is bronzino. Yes. So then you'll know the little fancy way to say it. I love bronzino. It's delicious. And and just fresh right out of the water. Right. (laughs) Can you imagine? You can't get any more fresh than that. So... P.S. Italy stands for, I had, Val, I've had some people say, what does the P.S. stand for in P.S. Italy? So P.S. is postscript, which if you've ever seen an old-fashioned pa- uh, postcard, people will write P.S. I love you or P.S. can't wait to see you or P.S. wish you were here. That's right. So our P.S. is P.S. Italy. That's right. P.S. come to Italy. <laughs> <laughs> I also want to talk a little bit before we talk more specific about the week. Um, PS Italy Retreats is a touring company. We we set up uh, local things to do around Emilia Romagna, Tuscany. Our last tour that we have scheduled is for Live Like a Medici, which will be in and around Florence, a little bit different than the other five weeks. But the idea of our tours is they're small group and they're custom. I know a lot of people when they travel – One, traveling internationally can be very scary for people that are not used to doing it, especially when you're going to a country that you don't speak the language. That's for sure. Number two, um, when you do a larger group tour, you tend to be run around ragged because when people are thinking, oh, I want to visit Italy, especially, I want to see everything there is to see. That's right. And and they they get up early and they're rushed around and a lot of times they're not in the same place all the time so they have to pack their bags and unpack at every different location. Right. And the truth is it is not possible to see everything there is to see in Italy in one trip. It's not possible. A lot of the larger touring companies try to jam in as much as they can. To me that's exhausting. It's also not a way to see the culture of Italy. Yes, you can see all the beautiful art, absolutely, but you don't really get to experience Italian culture. And I think part of the beauty of Italy is the culture of Italy, the real culture of Italy. What's so nice about it is that you actually see how the Italians live. And in those other tours, you don't have time for that. You're just shuffled from one place to the other with a bunch of other tourists. And you're kind of stuck with all the other people that are traveling and you're not hanging out with the Italians. This is, you're hanging out with the Italians. The The little town that we're in is just down the street and you can go off on your own or you can hang out with the people that are on the tour and venture out and try something together. It's completely different. It's completely different. So our cooking week is really hands-on. It's about seeing the region, but also learning how to make the foods of the region, which I think is just a great gift to give to yourself because you can come home and make some of those dishes for your family. One thing that's so cool about Italian cooking is that they are so used to using 
fresh ingredients. It's something here that in America, it's very hard, first off, to find fresh ingredients. Either they That are been, really, really fresh. Exactly. We're talking fresh like it's coming off, off of the, the tree. tree. <laughs> right. And before you cook it. There's yeah. no middleman. Especially right. the pizza. He grows the wheat and then makes the flour right there on the farm. That's right. I and mean, you really can't get pizzas. Yeah, it's really farm to table. Like li- legit, literally farm to your table. <laughs> yeah, that's really <laughs> cool stuff. And, you know, here when you go and you buy the ingredients, a lot of times uh, the fruit has been waxed. You know, oranges have been spray painted. Well, it certainly has to have been shipped. It's been shipped. It's been uh, picked early. It's been stored for long periods of time. It affects the quality. They they use pesticides and all sorts of preservatives in the things that you buy. And there, though, a minimal of that does probably happen. Most of it is a lot more genuine. I can't wait. I, when I get there, it I can eat, you know. Um, I know my family's going to have a very high expectation for after the, we get come home that I'm going to start really cooking uh, like an Italian. Of course. Much better. Get in that kitchen and make <laughs> me pasta. I know. It's fabulous. Or at least dessert. <laughs> That's right. So the way that the tours run, if you've ever been to Italy, when you leave on a Friday, you'll arrive on a Saturday. There's a time difference and it, what is it? Is it six It's a six-hour time, time, time difference. So normally you leave Friday and in, in the case of this particular tour, um, you'll be leaving on July 30th. If you're flying from the East Coast, we suggest that you fly out of either Newark, if you're in New Jersey, New York area, Newark, LaGuardia, JFK, and take a direct flight to Milan Malpensa Airport. There are other airports that you can fly into in Milan. We suggest Malpensa because that is the one that is, the I think, the larger one. It's also where you get a direct flight, and it's also direct. It will be there to pick you up. So wherever you fly into, if you decide to do something before this trip and fly maybe to France or Switzerland or whatever and have a few days or a week there, when you're done, you fly to Malpensa or you get a train to Malpensa so we can pick you up there. Absolutely. And then we'll pick you up around 1030. We have the tour bus. It's very comfortable. It's not huge and large. It's air conditioning. Very comfortable. 20 person limit. There's no more than 20. Right. Our tours are limited to 20. So it's a first come first serve basis, especially for the cooking, because we want to make sure everyone has enough space to be able to work. Um, And we don't want anyone to feel overwhelmed. We want a nice intimate setting for the tours. And we do have that. So we're very excited about that. So if that's something that you're interested in, really slowing down, savoring, enjoying authentic Italian culture, getting to see some sites, really understanding how the locals live, then we are the tour company for you. Yes. If, oh, oh, sorry. Oh, I was ahead. just going to say, also because when you get back from a, a cooking experience or a tour, you get back early enough in the evening. It's probably between 5 and 6.30 p.m. Dinner usually doesn't start being served till about 7.30 in Italy. So you've got that time to hang out at the villa and relax on the grounds. You could have a glass of wine or whatever, visit with your new friends. Or you could venture into town because the shops stay open till about 7 or 7.30. So you can experience that culture firsthand. Absolutely. There are no tourists there. Well, the group will be. 
That I, no, that's what yeah, I mean. Yes. It's only going to be you. It's not going to be like uh, twenty or thirty thousand other tourists. Yes. Um, just in, and in case you're just tuning in, the villa that we stay is located in Bedonia, which is a village that is nestled uh, in northern Italy in the Apennine Mountains in the Parma region. So. Um, do you want to it's, talk a- it's the Parma province and Emilia Romagna region. Thank you. Have it. Yeah. Yes. It's always very confusing, but it's up in northern Italy and it's centrally located to many things, but it's about an hour and a half to the Italian Riviera and by car. By car. Mm-hmm. And like uh two hours to Bologna to give you an idea where that is on the map. Yes. Um so we pick you up, we go out to the villa, everyone relaxes in their room, everyone is assigned. An, an apartment. It's a small, you know, comfortable little apartment that has a little bit of everything. It's got air conditioning, a little kitchen, and a sitting area, and a bedroom with a bathroom. And if you have double occupancy, then you each have your own little area to sleep. And if you have single occupancy, then you get your little space on your own. Yes. So... Of course, it's first come, first serve. Right. The rooms are are different. They're different, different sizes. So you arrive at the villa, you get settled, you get comfortable. You come down later in the day, we're going to have a little reception, wine and cheese, get to know each other, and then we're going to go into town and get dinner. That's right. And you can just, if you wanted, when we get to the villa, you could either hang out in your room, you could take a nap, you could sit in the yard and read, or you could venture into town if you're you know, brave, you could go down into town and check it out right away. You don't have to wait for us. So a couple of the highlights, we are going to, on Sunday, visit the local farm. Well, we're going to have breakfast first, and then we're going to visit the local farm where we're going to speak to the farmer and the bread maker and see the process of actually making the flour. And then we're going to learn how to make the pizza and we're going to also learn to make the torta, no, sorry, the jam tart, the crostata. Right, the crostata. So to explain a crostata, Val. The crostata is a type of cake that is, uh, I would say, just a little um, drier um, as the base. It's a thick crusted cake, probably about an inch, maybe three quarter of an inch to an inch thick as a base and then they cover it in jam and then they put the little crusts across the top to make li- the little crisscross it's so design. good they bake that in the oven when it comes out it's just like wow <laughs> yummy <laughs> yummy yeah so we'll do that um and we'll just spend some time up at the farm we'll learn about the process of making everything yeah we'll enjoy well, our foods one thing i do want to point out is you said we'd spend time with the farmer and the bread maker but I just want to make sure you understand he is one in the same. Yes, he's it's the same not person. A farmer and a bread maker. He <laughs> the does farmer both. is the bread maker. He's like yes. crazy. Yes, he's crazy. Yeah. Um, uh, we're also going to the following day, we're going to enjoy Parma. So we're going to go to Parma the following day where we'll learn to make a risotto. Now, talk about why risotto is so well known in Italy and why people love risottos. Well, because risotto, first off, is made completely different 
than how we make our rice here in America. It's not boiled in water and drained and then um, seasoned. There in Italy, they um, saute the rice in all the ingredients as they are making it. So it absolutely absorbs in every grain of rice, which adds a unique flavor. And then let's talk a little bit about the city of Parma. What kind of things are there to do in Parma? Well, there's the beautiful Duomo in Parma. They've got the Camera di San Paolo, which is the room of San Paolo where Caravaggio uh, painted the ceilings and did his frescoes. Very beautiful. And Leonardo da Vinci's work is also there. Yes. In the Galleria, there's a museum. You go in and you get to see the Farnese uh, theater, which is a wood theater, which is absolutely it's stunning. unique. Yes. Yeah. And then once you walk through that theater, you go into um, uh, this little museum area and you walk through and you see all these different artists and different types of art. And then you walk down this hallway and from afar, you can see this glow on the wall and this very small painting of the lady's head, which yes. is... Um, the scapoletta. The scapoletta, yeah. They also uh, call it the panchula. So it's just, that's Leonardo's painting. And if you had ever seen um, Ever After, mm -hmm. that painting was kind of in there as, uh, you know, Barry... Uh, Barry Moore's portrait okay. was the scapoletta. Okay. You know, yeah. So that cool. th that's a good day because you learn how to make the risotto. We'll eat the risotto. We'll have a really good time learning how to do that. We'll make it. And then we'll have time to really experience a walk around Parma. Oh, and you get to check out the shops, which are so cute. There are a lot of shops in yeah. Parma. And those little back alleys and the streets yep, that wind. Everybody's all the like so into the way they dress. Like the Italians really dress up to go out and do shopping. So it's quite an experience. And I love the fact that people from Parma are called Parmesan. Parmesans? Parmesanis. Parmesanis. Yep, that's right. <laughs> They have a, well, I'm Bedognese because I'm from Bedonia, right? right. Everybody has their little title. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and then the following day, we're going to um, learn how to make gelato and we're going to do the torta frita. So just talk, a I know you mentioned the torta frita, but talk a little more about torta frita. So torta and that'll frita, be local. Yeah. So torta frita is a type of dough that's made kind of like when you're making bread same typical type of thing where they roll it out and cut it in squares and then they throw it in the deep fryer and it expands but as it expands it does it's not thick there's no yeast in it so it's not thick and bread like it's hollow inside and it's just fabulous they they pull it out you know the the oil has to be just right has to be the right temperature the right kind of oil and we'll and learn all that in a paper bag and shake it up with a little salt so it dries the oil off of it so it's not greasy. And then they accompany that with Parmesan cheese or ricotta and some honey or the cured meats of, of the region. The region. Yeah. It is fabulous. So you'll learn the, the special art of making torta frita so you don't burn it. That's you know right. how long to cook it. You know what goes into it. You'll really enjoy that. And that's my favorite dish of the region. Like when I first got there, it was like, oh my God, I love this. It's fantastic. <laughs> 
And then um, in the afternoon, we're going to learn to make gelato from a local gelato maker. So that'll be fun as well. That's right. Not at all like how we make it here in America. No, and you'll learn the different yeah. types of gelato and what the ingredients are with gelato. So you'll be able to maybe make it at home. Yeah, you probably could. Um, and then the following day, we're going to go to Vigoleno. So we're going to have breakfast and go to Vigil, head over to Vigoleno, towards Vigoleno, which is the medieval city. It's a town. It's a town, the medieval yeah. town. We're going to learn to make tortelli. So the making of tortelli will make the exterior of the tortelli as well as what goes inside the tortelli. And we're going to learn to make that um, Emilia-Romagna style or what is... Um, the Parmesan uh, style. The so, Parmesan chops. Right. right. So it's Parmesan cheese, butter, and sage. And then inside it's stuffed with ricotta and Swiss chard. That's right. Yes. And then we'll have the opportunity to tour Vigoleno Castle. Or sorry. Vigoleno. There's no castle. It's a tower and a wall that surrounds this little tiny town. And um, it's literally only ha got seven people that live there. It's pretty interesting. And we did a podcast a couple of weeks ago about Vigoleno. Yeah. So if you're interesting, interested, go back. <laughs> or interesting. Yeah. Oh, well, absolutely you're interesting. But go back and check that out if you want more information on it. It's a cute, cute little place to visit. And then our last tour and dish that we're going to make is bronzino and tiramisu. And for this, we're going to head down to the coastal or seaside towns of Portofino and Santa Margarita. They're right next to each other. Typically, when you arrive in Santa Margarita, you can take the boat over to Portofino. Portofino, a lot of people have heard of Portofino because uh, back in the 50s and 60s, there That's were a right. lot of movie stars that used to vacation there. Um, it is it is beautiful. It's gorgeous. It's like a little cove on one side and then the outer cove in the ocean. A lot of the larger, larger yachts park. That's and right. And then they send and the diggy boats in. In fact, a lot of um, famous people are still vacationing there. And they come in with these ginormous yachts. It's huge. Yeah. And it is quite an experience. Yeah. And it's a beautiful little community in Portofino. Um, it's a lot smaller than I thought it was going to be. I thought Portofino was going to be huge. It's tiny. But there's a lot of like really nice shopping, a lot of little uh, cafes days that you can sit at and then of course we'll go back to Santa Margarita which is very beautiful it has a beach there a little less touristy a little less beautiful right a little less touristy and that's where we'll have our cooking lesson it's gonna be fabulous and then your last day with us will be a free day so you get to choose where you'd like to go what you'd like to do we would encourage you to stay local in Bedonia and experience the local culture that way and check out all the shops but if you don't want to do that um, you know, there is a possibility of hiring someone to take you hiking or go on e-bikes, which are, which are electronic bicycles that help you up those hills because the area is very mountainous and it's so much easier. Of course, you don't have to use the assistance, but when you need it, it's there. And I can tell you, we did e-bikes. I've done e-bikes now a couple of summers. Last summer, we had so much fun. We went all the way around, up the top, up to, we drove to Campiano. Rode. Over, we rode. Yeah. I didn't mean, well, it is, <laughs> they are like e-bikes, right? right. 
uh, up to Campiano. It was so much fun. Yeah, that's way up top overlooking the valley. So you have to go up, 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 up. Yeah, you really do need the assist if you're not used to doing it. And with all the eating and cooking that we're doing that week, it might not be a bad idea to go out and get some physical exercise. One of the really great things about the area is many people are very physically fit because just walking around town, you're walking uphill, downhill, uphill, downhill. Around, back and forth. They do the Vasca, which is going into town. They walk around and walk around. It's really called um, like the swim or the tub where they're just going around and around. So there's a name for making laps around town and just seeing who's there. That is fun. So you can either be participate and do the laps or you could sit and watch people walking by. Which is what I love to do. Sit at a cafe and people watch. That is one of my favorite pastimes for relaxation and just pleasure you know it's fun understanding and, and that, that in culture. that day too you can also if you are a hiker the hiking in this area if you do enjoy hiking is really phenomenal um there's mount penna and it is possible for an extra fee to, to go what is called trekking and they have many uh, trails that are already established but and if you did want to do the hiking we would encourage you to have a guide with you since yeah, no, it's better to have a guide. We could, you know, do that with you for an extra cost, or we could get somebody to do it with you for an extra cost. Or if you decided you didn't want to stay in the area and you wanted to just check something else out on your own, maybe you always heard about a particular town and you wanted to visit it, this would be your day you could do that. And we would, of course, help you figure out how to plan that, how to get there. That's right. Their train, The train is just uh, 15 minutes down the road, so we could arrange transportation. Help you get your ticket, yeah. explain what you need to do. I know that could be scary for some people, but... But, you know, you're going with... There are other people that are going to be there. So you're going to make friends and maybe there'll be maybe somebody you that can says, talk someone into hey, going with why you. don't you come with me to do this or right. why don't you, you know, right. so you don't have to do something by yourself. And if you want to stay in the area and, but you don't want to hang out in town or hike or e-bike, mm-hmm. there's also the swimming hole, which is just, you know, a, a naturally fed spring with like rocks and a rocky beach, and there's a, and little, a little bar yeah. with refreshments, and it's crystal clear water. I mean, it's really fantastic. So, it really depends on what kind of experience you'd like to have since you'll be with us all week and we sort of have uh, things planned in terms of what we're going to cook and where we're going to go. I like the idea of having the free day because, you know, you might hear about a particular town that you want to check out and that's not part of the tour, but we wanted to provide you the option to be able to do that or stay local. That's right. And also one thing we didn't mention is one of the days that we're going to be going around and learning how to cook and, and sightsee, we're actually going to go up to Mount Penna that you had mentioned, but Mm -hmm. not for a hike. We're going to drive up there. And there's this great place called the Rifugio where they have live music and all the local Italians go up there to dance. And that is fantastic. So the live music isn't really what we're used to. They've got the accordion and they do, they do like oompapa music. So, and people will ask if you want to dance, you you know, it's just fun. It's a really, it's a fun. Uh, You don't have to dance. You could just watch or you could participate or you could challenge somebody to a game of bocce. It is really a fun, fun time. It is a fun time. All the locals are up there. So So this week is uh, classic culinary cooking. 
It is scheduled for July 30th to August 7th in 2021. And this is a week where you really learn how to cook um, different dishes of the region, learn to live like a local Italian, enjoy the area, experience some of the really beautiful sights that are to be seen. And really just absorb the idea of living differently than we're used to. It will change you. And you'll come home maybe a couple pounds heavier. <laughs> I don't think so. What's so interesting because I tend to end up eating a little bit more when I'm in Italy. Like you have to have ice cream, gelato, you know, every frequently. Day, right. And I've talked about this. <laughs> every Parmesan time I go cheese. to Italy, I always come home actually less than when I got there, I which doesn't make any sense because I do eat, I think, a little bit more. I think it's because there are no preservatives in the food foods and so you're not hanging on to everything right no I, I think so I don't know I like to believe that's true I think so if is. you're interested in our classic culinary cooking adventure visit us at www.psitalyretreats.com and in the drop down menu of the tours you can find the itinerary for classic culinary cooking we also encourage you to follow us on facebook at ps italy retreats and if you don't know every tuesday at 3 p.m eastern standard time we host live italian conversation where you learn a little bit italian you learn different words and many times our lessons are associated with some of the tours so that when you come, you'll be able to understand at least. Yeah, you'll have a little bit of understanding. And there's also a little bit of music and a little bit of chatting and, you know, gibberish, if you will. <laughs> Manny little. sings and plays the guitar. That's right. A little so bit of fun. It's a good time. Thank you so much for listening. We appreciate it. We hope to see you on one of our tours. And we are looking forward to our next podcast. Which will be... Next week. Next week. So That's right. thanks. Ciao, ciao.